You're listening to Love Talk Live with the relationship expert, Jamie Bronstein, only on L.A. Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Love Talk Live. I'm your host, Jamie Bronstein, and today I have with me Gabby and Paul Gast. Welcome. Hi, Jamie. Thanks for having us. I'm so excited to interview you guys. So just a little bit about them, um, and I'll read your bio, but um, this couple is just, they just have such a beautiful story, and I love interviewing couples that are inspirational for the viewers out there to know that true love does exist and not in the cheesy way. I even, I even hate saying the word true love, but it is. <laughs> so I'm going to read to you guys a little bit about um, them and then we'll get into their story and um, some questions. So Gabby Gast is the founder of the Fearless Woman series. Gabby Gast is known for her go-go Gabby personality who takes on life with positivity and determination, no matter the situation, because she knows there's a solution to keep moving forward. She's a certified divorce specialist and co-parenting and blending families coach for parents who have been in or are in toxic relationships. She empowers parents to create peace and happiness with their partner, kids, and even the ex, if there is one, without guilt and anxiety attached. Gabby is passionate about sharing her personal journey through a double lung transplant while co-parenting, blending her family, and living an authentic life with vulnerability as she navigates the many challenges and excitements of all things co-blending. Divorced and co-parenting since 2015, Gabby met Paul while ill in 2017 and then married her amazingly supportive love and co-blending teammate on May 22nd, 2021, and they will tell their, the rest of their story. And Paul is a contractor and real estate investor with a master's in engineering. He has a loving nine-year-old son from his first marriage, loves to work on cars for restoration in his free time. He established his contracting business in 2020 and gassed con- oh, contracting. And in September of 2021, he built, he quit his day job and his business took off and he loves it. And thank you guys so much. I had I had asked them to to kind of scramble together a a bio really fast. So um, thank you, and that was beautiful. And now it's take it away, take it away. I want to hear. I would love to hear about your careers, of course, especially them that it relates to your story. But since you guys are a couple. I want to hear your story from you first. So um, long story short, we don't have long. Um, So I have cystic fibrosis. So growing up, I was born with it. And my parents were told that I would not live past 11 years old. Spoiler alert, here I am about, you know, over two decades past, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I just celebrated my 34th birthday in November um, and doing very well health-wise. Um, I had met my um, previous husband in high school, and we we were together for a total of 10 years, married for about four of those, and it was very toxic. Um, there was a lot of verbal and mental abuse throughout the entire relationship, Um, But I always felt like I didn't really know what a good relationship was. I feel like I saw my parents have one and I really wanted nothing more than to 
have a relationship that just lasted forever. Um, we adopted two children. And when my youngest son was, a, or my son was about two, um, we had gone on a family vacation and he um, physically, um, he hit my head on the steering wheel um, in anger while we were driving. And I really didn't get a lot of reaction of caring and that it wasn't right from his family. So that was the moment for me that I left. I, he didn't really support my health as I needed. And I really felt like I was falling further and further in the wrong direction. So I left and about two years later, um, I met Paul on, well, what is it? The Bumble app. So a dating app. I never, ever thought I'd do it, but we both met on there. Um, and actually about, what was it? nine months into our relationship i had just bought a house and we were going to move in together we did um and i was diagnosed with end stage cystic fibrosis and i was told i would not live i cannot explain well enough how amazing he was um i the first date that we had it did not go well for reasons we don't have to talk to it was a little bit of the ex is getting in the way of us having a good time and, you know, but on the second date, he found out that I had CF um, because I had just spoke at a CF event, a walk, and I was the ambassador um, to encourage the walkers and donations for cystic fibrosis. And from that moment, he just was like, well, what is it? And I don't normally talk about it that early on because I like people to know me for me and that I'm more than my disease. Um, and he came to our next date. He had done a ton of research. Like he knew everything. I was like, I think you know more than I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, that's where it started. And he was always, he's always been so loving. What do you need? How can I help you? He doesn't make me feel like I'm a burden for asking for help. I've really learned to open up and share how I feel instead of keeping it inside. Um, and then I went in for my transplant and he was there as much as he could in between work afterwards. And I don't know. I'm not, it's, it's a relationship where you talked about earlier. It's, it's this love, it's true love. And I didn't realize that something existed beyond what I had before until I met Paul and I felt it like it's this feeling that he, he cares inside and it's not fake. He's not making an image of himself that looks like it. Um, what do you think? Uh, I mean, I guess my only <laughs> addition to that would be, you know, they always say love takes work, but I guess when you're in the midst of it, it doesn't really feel like work. Um, you know, I, there was many days where she'd be in the hospital and I'd be working, um, on my laptop for my, uh, my day job, uh, in the chair next to her, you know, day in and day out, slept on many, many, uh, hospital chairs that weren't the most comfortable thing, but I never, there's a few times where they had, you know, uh, they had a shower for the guests on the floor that I have to share with anyone else who's there and, you know, not exactly the cleanest or most sanitary conditions or whatever you might call it. Because uh, they obviously are more focused on the patients than the the guests, uh, but it just it never really bothered me. It just it's just what you do, um, and it just never really seemed like a burden, and it just it just came natural. Well, they do say in sickness and in health, right? 
when you get married. And I think a lot of people don't really get that and they just say it, but it sounds like you guys really have taken that to heart and you're living it. And Paul, I love what you said that it's not work and it's not work because you, you love each other and it's, you don't feel this obligation to love or take care of each other. You just want to. Yeah. Yeah. I drive him crazy. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Here and there. <laughs> it's all good. Okay. So what do you guys, and by the way, we, we were so, uh, I just could not wait to start asking you questions and everything, but happy new year. Happy new year. And everybody happy 2022. This is a turning point. We all feel it. Yeah. <laughs> Life yeah. can't get any worse. It's getting better. Yes. Yeah. We're excited to see where the year brings us. We really are. Yes, me too. And so happy new year to everybody. Okay. So my first question for you guys is, do you believe in soulmates or soulmate? And do you feel like you guys are soulmates? And what does that mean to you personally? I'll let you go. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I guess I don't technically believe in soulmates, uh, where there's one person meant for you and that's it. Uh, kind of, kind of like I said a little bit ago, is it, I think there's, I think it just takes work with the person that you choose and you guys have to work on it constantly to make, uh, make each other happy and make each other have a loving and caring relationship. Um, I don't feel like it's just destiny to meet that one person and it all suddenly falls into place. Um, you know, it takes daily work on both sides, but it's a joyful work. It's fun. And we do it together. Yeah. I would say I'm on, I'm on the fence of that. Um, I feel the same as Paul does. Um, you know, maybe I'm more that there isn't one soulmate because I truly believe, you know, I didn't I thought it was the one that I was meant to be in. I thought he was the one for me forever. We had children, we adopted two children together and all of this life happened and kept happening for 10 years between the two of us. But just at some point it it ended and I can't say that I didn't love him. And I'm sure you can say the same about your ex. It's, but at some point it just wasn't the same anymore. And, and then I found, you know, we both dated in between and we ended up finding each other. And I think it was in that moment that our stars aligned and maybe it is a little bit of a soulmate because I, I, I can't imagine being with anyone other than Paul. So I don't want to find another soulmate or anything like that. But um, I do believe that everything just kind of falls in place. Those temporary moments that you go through and you don't know why. Um, but yeah, I think I am a little bit on the fence of that. Well, I love that you just said, because I agree that, if one does believe in a soulmate, or let's just say this is your person, this is the person that you are meant to be with, however you want to say it, you can't imagine your life with anybody else. And that to me is an indication that this at least is one of your soulmates. You found one of your soulmates. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. (laughs) So, and what's so, it's one of my favorite questions to ask because we all have different answers. And for me, at least, my thoughts about soulmates have changed as I've gone through life. So I think when I was younger, before I even took my first psychology class or 
became a relationship expert or therapist. I, I was, and I still am a romantic, but before you have life experience, you know, it's fairy tales and all, we see the Disney and everything. Yes. However, I still do believe that there is that one person that, that is the best fitted for you. And then there perhaps are others that are soulmate-esque. Yeah. Yeah. We really, um, we lift each other up. I mean, we both have our own flaws and, you know, it's with, with what I do with my clients, it's all about that communication. Um, and, you know, before I would hold a lot back, my thoughts, my feelings, because I felt judged and I didn't feel like anybody cared about things the way that I did and that my thoughts didn't matter. And with Paul, you know, and you say you get life experience. I just remember thinking to myself, I know what happened before and I've healed through it and I've moved on, you know, physical and mental abuse. Um, but I know that I don't want to be stuck there again. And I always told myself that I'm going to be me, the quirky me that I am, the one who likes weird things, whatever it is, because I want someone who enjoys that. And, and it was great. I mean, you could speak to that too, is like, he never got to work on his cars, you know, before in his past relationship. And that really hurt him. And he, he felt bad asking me, you know, I'm going to go rent on my car. Is that okay? And I'm like, yeah. And he was just so shocked that I've always been so supportive. And I'm like, but that's what you love to do. I'm not going to get in the way of that. I mean, yeah, you smell like grease once in a while, but (laughs) yeah. And that is another pillar, I would say, of a soulmate. You really support each other and you allow each other just just show up as who you are, no matter what. I love it. Uh, Yeah. And just to add to that is, you know, not only does she kind of let me, I say let me uh, work on my cars, but then she joins me with it. So, um, you know, last summer I'd be working on my car out in the yard, out in the yard, out in the driveway, uh, and she just pulled up a chair and she'd sit there and chat while I'm working. So it's, even though she's not working with me, she's still with me. Or was it two summers ago? Uh, we picked up a car in Illinois and made a road trip out of it and took it down to my parents, Indiana, and then picked up a truck down there and brought it back here. Uh, and, you know, she was, she thought it was great. It was a fun adventure, but you know, normally I would do that by myself, but instead I got to do it with her, which made it that much better. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I mean, doing things together and having fun together is so important. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So which brings me to what would you say for your relationship is the key to longevity, the key to success? And I want you guys both to think of your own answers. And then whoever feels like they want to go first, what is the key to your relationship success? Uh, I mean, I'll go first on this one. I can't remember where I've heard it, but I've always heard the phrase, uh, slow to anger, quick to forget. Um, and basically it just means, I mean, yeah, you're living with someone, they're going to drive you crazy. They're going to have, you know, things that they do that might annoy you, but I just, at the end of the day, does it really matter? Uh, Mm -hmm. that, oh, the dishwasher didn't get loaded tonight. Oh, you know, there's dirty clothes on the floor, whatever it might be. Does that, does that really matter? Uh, versus, um, you know, when you do get in a fight or an argument, is it worth staying mad, especially on something that's pretty trivial? So, you know, slow to anger, quick to forget. Um, it's going to happen, but the quicker you get over it, the better it is. 
Love it. So don't sweat the small stuff, basically. Yeah, great way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> Love that advice. Beautiful. Okay, Gabby. Um, focus on, for me, it's, you know, we can all say the, the things that bother us. That's what comes to mind first, right? About our other, our spouse or our partner. But really it's, what do I love? And when I focus on, when I focus on the stuff that we do during the day when I'm having a, a rough day or something, even just a normal day, it's like, wow, like he's, he, he doesn't get angry. He lets me be me. He, he's, he's happy to be him and being open and, you know, talking about stuff instead of assuming they're going to be okay with something. Um, I would say everybody argues, but I really feel like we, we argue in like a, a, like a making a good outcome way where it's not like we yell at each other and then have it on our shoulders and then yell again. And like, it keeps coming up over and over. We can feel when the, when we're getting frustrated with each other and it's like, Hey, what's going on. And then allowing that to be like, we both know something's going on. Let's just like walk away, but don't just walk away for days. It's like, all right, where, what can I do? And what can you do? Cause it takes two people to create an argument. Mm-hmm. Um, and just recognizing you know, that longevity is, it's hard for me because I have always felt like I'm very right. But knowing that there's another person with a different opinion, opinion and different mindset, that to me creates that, that openness and being able to adjust with each other. I love that. And it coincides with what I always say, which is you don't have to even understand each other, but just validate what each other is saying and feeling. Mm-hmm. And what you're saying is, I agree with also that you need to take time, if you're getting heated, you need to take time to be able to even articulate what is bothering you so that you can then share it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it seems like you guys have this conflict down, which is so important because it was interesting before when we were talking about soulmates, um, you guys were talking about how, well, I mean, we fight and stuff, but, but yeah, soulmates fight. You know, a soulmate to me doesn't mean a perfect relationship because there are no perfect relationships. It's two imperfect people that come together that are perfect for each other, but yeah. the relationship isn't perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And that, you know, it, it kind of, it all coincides with, you know, being divorced. Both of us are divorced. Um, it, happened around similar times, I'd Mm -hmm. say, um, very similar situations. He had about a decade long relationship and a few year marriage and stuff. Um, but when it comes to like that, that marriage, it is between the two of us. Um, and so we both have, you know, our kids have other, his son has a mom, another mom and, and my kids have a dad. And, when we got divorced, it wasn't a divorce of the family. And that's kind of where my co-blending comes in with what I do is it's a, it's a way for us all to be a family, but we're not in the same household. Um, The marriage between him and his ex and me and my ex ended, but that's the only part of that family that ended the, the love we have for the kids. It's still there. And then you bring in another family and we blend that together and trying to make everybody feel 
you know, that we don't love one more than the other or one behaves better than the other. So it's like this co-blending of different families as one. And for some, the relationship with that ex-partner may be that good, but as long as we can focus on the kids and that's for us what it's about. So it's like that marriage for us is really strong and then it just falls into other places of our, our entire family unit. Have you seen the, the movie Blended? I think it's called Blended. Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it's Drew Barrymore, Drew Barrymore and Adam Yes, Smith. yes it's, 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 a, it's a funny movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we've seen it. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love any type of rom-com um, or, or any type of just movie that has to do or show that has to do with love. Yes. <laughs> okay. So what's cool about this conversation so far, because we don't have that much more time, but is that you kind of have been talking about what you do with your clients. Yeah. You, it sounds like in this what I do also, like you, I emulate what I do in my relationship with my husband with my clients or what I do in my yeah. life. Um, so with the time that we have left, um, I would love to hear from both of you guys just um, maybe why you're so passionate about the work that you do and why you do the work that you do and how it helps people. Yeah. So I, it's kind of, it's evolved and it's, we love it. Um, so my, 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 coaching business, which I am full-time. I work at a mortgage company um, as a risk manager. Um, so with my coaching, it's it's all about um, helping moms and dads um, recognize that what whatever situation is going on, whatever you're struggling with, that challenge, whether it be by yourself because you're single after divorce or separation, you have children involved, you're seeing someone, you're blended already, you can start anywhere. It doesn't mean that after five years of being married again and having a blended family and nothing's working, that you just have to deal. You know, we can always try to make a change and and it kind of just has this domino effect into other relationships. Um, so I really work with finding a well-balanced life with everybody, but at the same time, recognizing that like you in, in the little short bio that you read, like I'm a very positive person. Um, and I feel like I've grown into that person since I was little because I really had a hard time focusing on my health and the negativity around it. And like, what is going to happen if I don't live? I just had a lot of those moments where when I focused on the positive, my whole life was different. And my doctors have said it over and over. They don't believe I would be where I was today if I didn't have that positive attitude. Like it plays so much into my health and everybody else's health. And sometimes I come across as, oh, Gabby, are you ever like sad or anything like that? And that's not true. It's just, I really try to be positive and see that whatever moment we're in with our family, with blending anything, it's temporary and we may not see the way through it right now, but it's there, you know, and just to take time and have compassion. Um, so 
my husband, he's, um, I mean, you can talk for yourself, but he's a contractor. Um, and, and our love has grown with that too. Um, I'll let you kind of talk about how we've worked together. Yeah, I mean, uh, so I've, I've had the day job uh, in engineering for, I think, about 12 years. Started uh, contracting on the side uh, along with some rental properties. And it's actually Gabby's the one that convinced me to quit and do contracting full time because uh, she saw how much happier I was doing that. It, it is a lot more fun. You know, you're not sitting behind a desk all day long. Um, so, I, you know, the, the big thing I was nervous about was just being self-employed and being my own boss and making sure I had enough work to do. Cause when you get get away from that steady paycheck, it's a little scary. Uh, but thus far it hasn't been a problem. Um, but then it's gone one step further where, you know, with Gabby's health conditions, there's a lot of things she can't do construction wise, you know, drywall dust, demolition dust, all that stuff is just not good for her and, and her lungs. Uh, but what she can do is flooring. Uh, so We've done, I think, about three houses now where she's right there with me uh, laying uh, the new LVP flooring, um, you know, by my side. She's even taking vacation days from her day job just to help me do that. So it's kind of been an a unexpected blessing where it's like we get to hang out all day long while making money, while having fun. It's, it's not what I ever expected and never thought it would happen, uh, but it's been happening, you know. Yeah. And we're, we work well together until about the end of the day. We're both pretty tired. Then we'll get a little... Uh, uh, nippy with each other but overall it's been great and then at that point i'm like we have to be done for today <laughs> no we're good we're good but together the two of us we actually just um purchased our first investment we're closing in a couple of weeks um for co-blending so it's co-blending investments and we're really purchasing like duplexes um and we're flipping them affordably but actually nicely remodeled so it's like you know it's affordable living for people in any any you know any single divorce anything family and it's all about you do have the you know more affordable rent but we're not you know and it's updated like that's what it's about to me is like you want to live there not like you have to live there in the meantime so we're it's like our we're combining a little bit and we have fun and and I go back to that whole love, true love thing. And I never expected to to do flooring with him and not argue about it. It's just, it's like, all right, I have a question. He's like, hey, what do I do for this? I'm like, wait, I'm the expert. <laughs> well, I love that you guys can work together and you're enjoying it. And just the piece about how, Paul, you took that chance to, to leave the paycheck. The truth is that when we follow our joy and our passion, it breathes it brings in success no matter what and on top of it your love that light and that love that is amidst that energy that is just around everything is of course going to make things grow because it's it's so beautiful yeah so how do you guys how do people find you guys um not like that sounded funny. Like how can people go and stalk you? Um, <laughs> how can people reach out to you? Like Gabby, if, if there's someone who wants you to coach them or if somebody wants, needs a contractor or if somebody wants to just talk to both of you guys as an inspiration because they are newly or whatever, you know, together as co-blending. So hit it. Yeah. So, um, I can be reached at Gabby, G-A-B-B-Y, Gast, G-A-S-T.com. And you can 
go to the contact section and reach out to me for anything that you'd like to. Um, and I also have a booking session on there for calls. You can grab a free call with me. And then um, Paul has a brand new website that's launching next week. So that's GAST, same G-A-S-T, contracting.com. Wonderful. And everybody can reach me at therelationshipexpert.com as always. And um, also, Gabby, I know you because Gabby does summits or you did a summit. And so look out for any summits ahead. I think I'm just throwing it out there. You guys together should do a summit. Paul's like, yay. (laughs) I've said maybe we should do a podcast. (laughs) Or a podcast. Because you guys really are so wonderful together. It was such a pleasure talking to you guys today, interviewing you guys. And I know that it's going to be so inspirational for anybody and everybody who's watching. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Happy New Year. And everybody join us every week. LA Talk Radio, Love Talk Live at 2 o'clock p.m. Pacific. Thanks so much. Happy New Year, everyone. Bye. 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 You're listening to Love Talk Live with the relationship expert, Jamie Bronstein, only on LA Talk Radio.